Let's go. Let's roll. Let's get into it. Let's do this. We are in a new rearrangement of this room. We are. And uh, this is Marble Force Podcast. Hi, how are you? Hi. Oh, we're just going to jump into it? Um, I just figured we should probably introduce ourselves, maybe. Well, I thought we were going to like banter a little bit. Oh, well, we definitely like, are going to banter. Roll into still. telling them that we're a podcast. Okay, well, let's scrap all that. You don't know we're a podcast <laughs> yet, but we've set up a room differently. We did. We're like college kids. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> Setting up our rooms. Oh, oh, I sure. Don't fucking no. I don't know. How about like Jesse's anxiety needed to rearrange this room? That's fine. And I needed more space for activities, even though I haven't used this room for anything else but podcasting. I feel like I'm literally so far away from you. I know, right? <laughs> You're like twelve hours away from me. If I stood up right now and walked to your side of the room, it would take twelve hours. <laughs> Or, or four steps. <laughs> this is not a big room, Amber. Twelve hours. <laughs> All right. I mean, is the amount of sleep I'm at right now. Twelve, 12 hours. <laughs> so we went to the expo. We if did. you haven't seen it, and if you haven't seen it on Instagram, you should check it out. It is one of our archive stories. And forewarning. There is a little bit of a human hanging themselves on hooks. And she's just chilling and hanging out and having a good time. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in real life. But I'm so glad I saw it. It was fascinating. It was so fascinating. I'm not even mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) I also, I bought a shark in a jar. And I bought a ghost in a jar. Oh my god, we bought things in jars. Oh, so cute. We have a new podcast, Ghost Since We Killed Tim. (laughs) Yep. Tim is dead. Tim is dead. We now have Gilbert, the ghost in a jar. <laughs> the ghost in the jar that we do not have to water. We don't. It's It just sort of hangs out here. He's just going to be D- alive. Did you name him Gilbert? I I think we named him Gilbert on the way home from the expo. Did we? Yep. I don't remember that. Don't know why we chose Gilbert. Was I drunk? It was the first name I thought of. <laughs> and you were like, okay. Well, it's fine. The first name I thought of when I bought my shark in a jar was Philip. So we got Philip the baby shark. And Gilbert. And Gilbert the ghost. The table ghost. Oh, he's so cute. The jar ghost. He's so tiny in his little jar. But it's spelled G-A-R instead of (laughs) (laughs) J-A-R. It's the jar ghost. (laughs) And Philip's spelled with a J. (laughs) Jillip. Okay. (laughs) I'm rolling on three to four hours of sleep. Yeah, you know, what would have probably made it sound better if you would have put an S in front of it. <laughs> so, because it's a shark and not a ghost. Um, maybe, so it could be a shark and a char. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that was, ex- it was fun though. I liked that expo. I really hope they come again next year because I had a really good time. I spent way too much money, but there was also a ton of things that I wanted to spend so much more money on. There was so much that I wanted to spend more money and I'm so glad I was broke. So. 
Ooh, I forgot to turn the is volume it the, off. Is it on the my headless phone? horseman? Is he? Oh my god, it is. Is he texting? Yeah, you know when I met him, you know, camping with my parents. Like I was just like, you know, this isn't that bad. And he's he, worth the long distance. He he got a cell phone though, so Whoa, like he really like was we committing. Snapchat all the time, but it's a little hard for him to take selfies because his face isn't there. He so can't really use like, the face apps. Yeah. <laughs> He can't make his face look like a devil or a bunny. Oh, huh. that's a and little... like, how do you even live your life that way? I mean, he just puts his like pumpkin helmet on. Yeah, he could like carve different things in his pumpkin. It's totally. Fine. I feel like that's a lot of work. I mean, maybe he's willing to do it for you. We'll see how it lasts. <laughs> but like, okay. So speaking of camping, right? So we ended up recording two episodes in the same day. We did. So I never updated you on my camping adventure. You haven't, because actually I think we talked about your camping in the last episode. So um, I went camping with my parents and I brought Theo and Theo was a good boy. Oh, that's so good. I know you were worried about him. Yeah, he was such a good boy. He had a couple of moments um, like me and my dad went fishing one morning and I was just like, okay, Theo, just hang out right here, even though he wanted to chase like the fishing pole like like he <laughs> yeah even though he wanted to do that i was just like okay so i tied him to the dock okay right and then i'm fishing i'm not paying attention to him and all of a sudden he squeezes through the bars of the pier that we're on and just jumps in the water was he still on his leash yes oh he was still on his leash okay and so, like, the unfortunate thing was, like, I had to get him off the dock still. Oh, no. So, but, like, he was good. And then I, like, led him around to the beach. Like, he swam his way around to the beach because there was no way I could grab him through the bars. Right. Yeah. Poor baby. But, so camping was fun, but it wasn't fun. So my parents bought this, like, really big new trailer. And, well, it's not new. <laughs> it's, like, new to them. Yeah. But, like, really old. And so I was just, like, first night there, and I'm like, ooh, this is luxury, you know, because it had air conditioning. It wasn't a tent. It was, yeah, it wasn't a tent. I was, like, so for it, you know. And then Saturday, it was so hot. It was, like, literally the hottest day of the year so far here in Michigan. And we were dying, so we didn't do anything that day. And so we just sat around at the campsite, pretty much complaining about it being too hot to move, but we didn't hang out in the camper that had air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, because you, you want to feel like you enjoy the camping yeah, you experience. you don't hang out in your camper when you're camping. I mean, you can, but... Like, try not to. Yeah. Like, so, we're just hanging out underneath the awning, and... All of a sudden, we're like, oh, it's. I feel like it's starting to cool down, but like maybe there's like a little bit of a breeze coming in now. And I'm like, let's go and take the dogs to the lake. So we're getting ready to take the dogs to the lake. And all of a sudden, the wind starts picking up really, really bad. Like, really, like, bending the trees over, oh, scaring Theo so much. And... Then these dark clouds start rolling in and we're like, oh, okay. And so it's like that big storm that swept through Michigan. Yeah. And knocked out power all across everything. Yeah. Michigan. My parents were out of power. It was also like 
my little sister's birthday party. Oh. So, you know, that was fun. And they lost power. Yeah. So the campsite lost power. Oh, fine. And. Oh, no, I don't like that. Yep. I don't like a campsite with no power. So here's the thing about a campsite with no power. Right? They still have what they refer to as a comfort station with electricity, running water, bathroom, showers. Okay. All of that. Right? So it knocks out power and then they lock all of the bathrooms. Why? Because there's no power to run the bathrooms for the campsite. Oh, okay. Right? And so we're like, um, where do we go? And they're like, well, if you drive to this point in the park... There's those vault toilets in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I'm like, that's dumb. Right? So I'm already pissed. And my dad's pissed because he goes, I didn't really want to use the bathroom in the trailer. <laughs> we couldn't charge phones because the camper started running off emergency power, which is only running the things that need to be brand. Um, so like the fridge and right. things like that. I couldn't charge my phone. There's no power. Like I can't like get any privacy going to the bathroom. Right? Like, you can't just leave and go to the bathroom. But the thing is, they kept telling us, oh, hey, this is when they say we'll get power back. This is when they say we'll get power back. Oh, well, we don't know the issue yet, but this is when we'll get power back. So we never got power. That sucks. I felt really bad for the campsite next to us that packed up in the middle of the night in the rain. Oh, geez. Because I'm assuming all of the bathrooms were locked. Yeah. Um, Because they were just in a tent. They were just tenting it, you know? And so I decided to leave early on Sunday because I was just like, I'll just go home. Like, I don't want to deal with this no power business. Right. So my parents stayed there until Monday. The power never came back on in the time that they were there. Oh, geez. That's miserable. Right? Well, sounds like a very interesting trip. It was. Sounds like an adventure. I didn't really do anything exciting in the last time since the last time we recorded. We just concert and expo. Yeah. You. We saw that guy get really sick at the concert in front of us. That was disgusting. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I was just really concerned for him and very intrigued <laughs> in what we his friends were doing. Pretty much fucking ignoring him the entire time. Yeah. I was like, they need to get him off of this hill. He's going to get trampled. On the way out. Yeah. They tried to, like, pep talk him, and I'm like, okay, your pep talk's, like, two hours too late. He was- Because he was, like, in the fetal position on this lawn, be, like, starting at the second band. He was sleeping at one point. His friend literally slapped him in the face to wake him up to give him a pep talk. I didn't see that. (laughs) Yeah. He literally slapped him to wake him up to pep talk him. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't just pick him up. I'd be like, right, bub, let's go. Or to like get people out of the way in the lawn, like you said when we were there, just call the medics and have the medics clear a space and Yeah, and like roll him out. Yeah. Because he was not walking. Yeah. Just roll him down the hill. Yeah, that was pretty much all that we have. This is still a shorter episode. This is should be the the last, maybe? Last one? Well, um, we should flip the coin. All right, Alyssa, flip the ceremonial coin. Do, 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 wow, wow, do, it went flat. It's cocked. <laughs> Reflip. 
It's both of us. We have to both tell our stories at the same exact time. I can't do that. Go. Right <laughs> Me neither. Oh, my God. Oh, look, it's Amber. Shit, I have to decide which story I'm telling. Are you ready? Da, 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 da. Oh, I did that last step. The Stull Cemetery. That's what we're talking about. All right. The Stull? Stull. S-T-U-L-L. Oh. I mean, at least that's how I assume it's pronounced. That's how I pronounce it. I was about to make a joke about if it was Stull. Like, oh, your life has been stalled. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I still did I it anyways. I, I love it. It's fine. <laughs> I make really bad jokes on this podcast. I don't know if you haven't been listening for the 34 episodes There's that we have posted. 33. You know what? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. All right. So, stole. Stole. Yeah. Stole. Stole? I stole the cemetery. The cemetery. Why is there a star on the top of the paper? Is that important? Don't know. All right. So the Stull Cemetery is almost all that remains of the nearly forgotten town of Stull, Kansas. Oh, Kansas. We're in Kansas. Yeah, I understand why it got deserted. (laughs) Um, I kind of wanted to try and, like, visit when we were in Kansas. Yeah? And, um, you Were you close by? like an hour away no not really well i guess everything's like an hour away in kansas but like we didn't okay you know my i told my mom i said can we go to a haunted place and she goes no god will hate us and i was like oh okay (laughs) i guess it's also good because it's a cemetery yes okay i just wanted to like go near it I didn't want to go in it. I just wanted to go near it. But then at the same time, like, why are we driving an hour to go near a cemetery? <laughs> that seems weird. So hidden in the rural in rural Kansas, the town was founded in 1867 by Pennsylvania Dutch settlers who headed west to avoid persecution. Because they wanted to start their own town. Called they Stull. wanted to feel popular. They did. That's all they wanted. They just want to be popular. <laughs> They built a uh, stone church in the center of their cemetery, and the sermons at the small chapel were preached in German, uh, since most of the people there primarily spoke German. All right. In Kansas? Yes, so. They made it pretty far from the East Coast. You know what? I don't know what's happening. I'm just re- This I'm is just, the Marble West, right? The Marble Midi. The Marble Midwest? The Marble... Marble Center of America. The Marble Tornado Valley. <laughs> <laughs> So the town was initially called Deer Creek, but after some time, it started to be referred to as Stull, which was based off of the postmaster's last name. So the postmaster was just so popular because he brought everyone their shit. Yeah. That they were and like, that's how you know you have a town when there's a post office, as we always talk about. <laughs> At its peak, Stull's population was less than 2,000 residents. It was always a very small town Eventually, the church fell into disrepair, and much of the town was abandoned. Stull Cemetery has been linked to tons of legends involving witchcraft, satanic cults, and a gateway to hell. Oh! Stull had its fair share of weird deaths. In the 1870s, a stable hand violently murdered the mayor by stabbing him to death. Oh, the mayor. The mayor. Oh, that sucks. Why did he hate the mayor so much? Maybe the mayor... Always, like, fed his horses stuff horses shouldn't eat, and then the stable hand had to clean up all the horse poop, and he was just sick of it. Okay. Maybe the stable hand was the mayor's love child. 
and he was and he was forced to work in the stables (laughs) yeah because the mayor was ashamed of him there we go i like that version all right in the early 1990s a boy was accidentally burned to death what accidentally burned to death um i don't really (laughs) think i have any more details on that but okay maybe he accidentally walked into a fire (laughs) He died in a forest fire. He just he just accidentally burned to death. I don't have any other details, and I wish I did because I'm fascinated. Okay. A few years after this happened, a man was found hanging from a tree. Accidentally. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, I'm dark-sided today. <laughs> Both events took place near the cemetery on a stretch of road called the Devil's Road. So that's promising. Yeah. Also, in 1993... Pope John Paul II rerouted his flight to avoid flying over the cemetery's cursed grounds. So it's cursed because of the cults. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I haven't read this story in a year. So the most wildly accepted theory behind Stull's demonic reputation is tied to a large tree. Another tree. Another tree. That once stood the in devil's the cemetery. Tree that got relocated to New Jersey? Well, what if that's what happened? <laughs> Um, so it once stood in the middle of the cemetery. It's not yeah. There so anymore. now it stands in the middle of a f- field in field. New Jersey. Yep. So the tree was said to be the hanging tree for condemned witches. So there is a grave inscribed with the word witch, and it's spelled W-I-T-T-I-C-H. And it's believed to be the final resting place for the bones of Satan's child, which legend claims was a child born deformed and covered in wolf's hair. But, like, why would you put witch? I'm not really sure. Let's keep reading. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little more on this, too. Um, The child was said to be conceived by a mortal witch and believed to be the it's believed that the devil visits the grave of the child and its mother every year when the portal opens. Oh. He's sentimental about his child and his wife. They have tradition. He comes once a year. Do you think it's like on Devil's Night? Oh, yeah. And he treats it like a Christmas? Oh, my God. This <laughs> is Halloween. This- <laughs> There's Christmas in there somewhere, right? Um, not in that song. I know. <laughs> in the movie, maybe. So, rumor of the devil's presence started attracting people to the cemetery in 1998. The hanging tree was cut down to deter tourists. Visitors to- From climbing said tree? Probably just- From accidentally hanging from said tree? I think more so, like, we don't want people coming and poking their nose in places. But it's a tree. Well, maybe it's just also in the cemetery. And it's also was used for hanging, I guess. So visitors to Stull Cemetery have reported that even though even though the church there now has no roof, the rain f- never falls within the the walls of the church. That would be so cool to experience and terrifying. Nope, I want to experience it. I think it'd be the coolest fucking thing in the world. I wouldn't think of any demons. I would just be like, "Man, that's so cool." <laughs> Just to be the only one standing in the church going, whoa, everybody else be like, whoa, what the fuck? Be like, double rainbows. (laughs) So no matter what time of year and what type of weather it is either. So like, it could be snow, like no weather. Like the devil tree. Just like the devil tree where there's nothing around it. But do you think anyone has ever stood underneath the devil tree? 
And while it was raining and noticed it wasn't raining. I don't know if they have. That's a good question. Someone should do that. Do you live in New Jersey? Do you want to tempt fate? Don't tempt fate. That's our first rule, Jesse. Don't fuck with the tree, but like go hang out there while it's raining. Go like pay it respect. Um, Give it two pennies. Give it like what do trees like? Give it some water. (laughs) Water it. (laughs) Um, so according to the legend lucifer once used the church as his own personal doorway from hell the church was demolished in 2002 for unknown reasons so it's not there anymore so it didn't accidentally fall down and like unknown reasons unknown reasons maybe it was demolished because rodents in a church with no roof probably according to legend lucifer would ascend the stairs from the gateway to hell on Halloween night at midnight. <gasps> we were right, we sort of. We were so close to being right. If a person were to travel down even just a few of these steps, they would be trapped and forced to walk for hours trying to return from the pits of hell. Maybe that's but- why it feels like I'm 12 hours away from you. <laughs> so, okay. If you just take one step into the portal... Down the stairs. Just, you know, even one step. Even just one step. You turn around, you're like, fuck, this was a bad idea. And you're one step down, but you have to climb one step forever. (laughs) Forever. But the thing is, you said for hours, which means there's an ending time, right? That must be. Maybe it's just like the entire day of Halloween. You're climbing one step. Oh, my God. You would have your thighs would be burning so bad. I don't want to. Okay, last bullet. Last bullet. Has has Stall Cemetery sounded in um familiar to anyone in this room slash podcast listeners? Well, Stall was featured on season in the season five finale of Supernatural. Just in case you are interested. Um, but yeah, that's that's its um its pop culture reference for you. Neat. And that is what I have on Stall Cemetery. Oh, that's it? Yeah, it's just a shorty. A shorty for you. All right. Well, that was cool. Yeah. Um, Let's go visit the devil. Okay. Well, that sounds terrifying. So I'd like to say ahead of time, I did not find out how to pronounce any of this. Perfect. My favorite type of story. So I apologize to the people of Idaho because that's what's about to happen. So we are at Farragut. State Park in Atoll, Idaho. <laughs> okay. All right. We're at a state park. Yes. So we are at the Farragut State Park in Atoll, Idaho, that used to be a former naval training base and an old military jail. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so currently it is a camping site with concrete blocks. You just camp on concrete blocks no. is what I'm getting from no. this. <laughs> that sounds thrilling. Best camping trip. No. So you currently are camping and the only thing that's left is the concrete blocks of the brig. Okay. Where you're camping. Where we are camping. So like it's campsites and then just this big metal box that looks like a toilet, but it isn't. It used to be a jail. I just want to camp on the concrete. Okay. And there used to be 700 buildings that used to stand on this naval base. That's a lot of buildings. Yes. Brig has an inner courtyard because it is a like weird square design. 
and it's listed in the National Register of Historic Places, which always means it's haunted. This is a really cool historic slab of concrete. Jesus. Because you said it's gone now, right? No, it's still there. Oh, it is still? The building is still there? Like, the brig is still there. Okay. But there used to be 700 other buildings. Gotcha. The naval base was in response to the bombing of Pearl Harbor. So they decided to construct a whole base in just 11 months using 20,000 people to help build it. Holy shit. It cost more than $100 million. Then? Then. Ugh. Right now it would be $1.7 billion. Oh my goodness. So, well, because they had to pay for the labor for it to only take... 11 months that's to build 700 buildings that's literally crazy that's like building a fucking city in a year less than a year a whole city man that's crazy that's that's so you can't even like build a house down the street in like two years for real though i think i've been watching this one house be built for like six years yeah, it's sort of like the Dayton, Ohio construction. Oh. <laughs> I'm just a savage today. It's fine. It's fine. I love it. It was named after the first admiral of the U.S. Navy for the world's second of the world's <laughs> second largest naval training station. I thought you were going to say the world's sexiest. <laughs> yes. The sexiest first admiral you have ever seen in the U.S. Navy. The sexiest naval training. <laughs> so at at the time, there oh there were seven hundred and sixty six buildings Holy to be shit. exact. It would had thirty five miles of road within inside it, and there was about fifty thousand sailors and support staff on base at all times. That's insane. Yes, the base existed. For only about 30 months. Seriously? <laughs> so they spent a fucking year building it. And they're like, what, three years? Two years? Two and a half, half years year. later? Like, yes. Eh. Yeah, they're like, uh, we don't need this anymore. Even though it produced just under 300,000 sailors. Okay. They trained for about six weeks. And part of that time being in the deepest lake in the state. So, because they're in the Navy. Oh, yeah. They have to train in a lake. Like, what are they going to be sailors on the land? Yep. <laughs> they're going to learn how to sail a boat in a sandbox. I bet it's real hard. You know what? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the deepest lake. How deep is the deepest lake? Did you look it up? Did you Google that? I think I remember doing it, but I don't have it on here. Okay. Like, I remember looking up to try to see how deep it was, but I I don't know the answer. The brig also served as a confinement facility for naval recruits who were unruly and prisoners of war. So, like, just the annoying guys and, like, the prisoners. Like, the guy who, like, is so bro-y, he pulls pranks on everyone in the barracks. He also has a really bad habit of getting way too drunk and every single night <laughs> every single night and then just causing a ruckus and or destroying government property he also really likes to bar fight but he's not at a bar yeah so he just fights everyone he's just one of those guys who will throw a bar stool every once in a while i was gonna while. say his name is steven <laughs> his name is kyle kyle and he his favorite drink is monster and he has one of those tattoos 
A tribal one? No, the monster tattoo. Oh, a monster tattoo. Gotcha. In right. tribal print. Yeah. The brig had barred windows and gates as they were, it was a jail. Yes. And the base also had, throughout its history, contained nearly 900 German prisoners of war. So hold on a second. The people who were unruly recruits. Okay, we're getting were, back to this. Were they just like, hey... I don't feel like working today. You know, no, they to the to the recruits. They're like, you know, this is actually like the like best job because you're kind of near the jail. But really they were just putting them in jail and they didn't know. Oh, okay. Do you think? No. Because like it was barred and stuff. Yeah. I think they were just secretly jailing them. Okay. So they were just bringing to this naval base to learn how to be U.S. military. And then when they were too unruly, they're like, oh, you get this really cool class. Like, ooh, this is a good job for you. You're going to love it here. It's so good. And then they were just like locking them in jail. Just to make their numbers look better of how many people they arrested. Maybe. Done. Oh, and some people were thrown in the brig who work besides beside the American soldiers as gardeners and maintenance men. So just maintenance men were thrown in jail? Yeah, because they didn't fix it right. You suck it. It took you a week. You know, my roses look kind of like they're dying. And you probably should have taken better care of my roses. So, fuck you. Those who work at the museum confirm that there are indeed some spiritual activity in the building. Especially in the brig. So it's now a museum. Yes. According to one of the guides, a returning veteran who was stationed here had said that they had captured a German soldier and held him in the brig. He was uncooperative at first in sharing information, but after days of convincing, those questioning him were able to get and share facts and German plans. The people who were questioning... The prisoner in a private location apparently got a little bit too eager about getting more information and the prisoner eventually died within custody. Oh. Yep. I was hoping the convincing was like, you know, nice. No. I knew it wasn't, but you know, I was kind I gave of like, you air quotes I and I said it differently. I know, but okay. I was just like hoping like maybe you were trying to tease me and be yeah. like, oh, he, they were just trying to convince him be like, oh, if you tell us these secrets, we'll give you a bowl of ice cream. Who wants a bowl of ice cream? Oh, do you want some champagne? So his body was left in the lower level room Ooh. in which it had been kept. And the door of the area was secretly locked. That's not a good idea. That's really not, because when you open it ever, it's first, if you open it too soon, it's going to smell real bad. Yeah. But then there's going to be a skeleton. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Yes. What if, like, some poor person just stumbled across the door and it was like, oh, this door's locked. Let me just unlock it with, with my, my secret lockpick technique. I was going to be, like, <laughs> with all of my keys because I'm a maintenance man. Nope. <laughs> they just stumbled across it. Okay. Those that were involved in this act did not speak about it and left the body where he had died. It is that area of the brig that is very highly active with unexplained noises, movements of objects, and lights that go off and on, and orbs. At night, you can hear the clinking of cells. You can hear distant yelling 
that can be heard throughout the entire compound. Don't like that. And I'm assuming when they say compound, it means campsite. I don't know. It could mean like the whole jail building. Yeah, maybe just the jail building or like the whole naval base. That's terrifying. But it like all comes from the jail. I don't like that. Um, I don't like a lot of yelling anyway because I'm kind of sensitive. <laughs> Especially disembodied voices. Yeah. Well, like if you're if you're far enough away, anything's a disembodied voice. I mean, it's kind of fair. <laughs> Done. Nailed it. Even stories of faces that would peer out from behind the bars. Ew, I don't like that. Some night watchmen in the past have even stated that they had seen the ghosts of the German soldier peering out through them through a mist or through the window of the building. Like, as a mist, through the window of the building. Just looking out the window. Seeing what's going on outside. He's sort of trapped. I don't like that. The apparitions of a man wearing a uniform have been sighted along the shore. I'm assuming U.S. uniform. Maybe it's just like training. Yeah. Also in the museum area, one particular bust of a sailor stands in front of the center, front and center in the museum. His face is chiseled in the memory of former recruits, but unlucky visitors will see the stone faces move and shift. Ew. Okay. So it's like the Scooby-Doo thing where like all of a sudden the eyes are following you across the room. Okay. That's, that's good theory. That's a good one. My also other thought was like, do you think the ghosts just like to fuck around and like, they're like, all right, Steven, it's your turn to go put your face in the bust and just move your face a little bit and freak people out. And like, they just take turns. Yep. I mean, I assume all the ghosts are friends and they all do stuff together. Well, are they friends now if it's like, they're still friends. Okay. Steven and Kyle are friends for life. Okay, so the trails around the campsite are also particularly active at night. I don't like that either. On the hundreds of campsites scattered throughout the park, each have their own fair share of stories that include flickering lights, strange sounds coming from the woods, but mostly to the trails that were leading to the water have been known to be the paranormal hotspots. I'm never camping here. Okay. I... Don't want to camp there because I don't want to be camping and then have a ghost come up and like put a marshmallow on his own marshmallow skewer and just start and say ooga booga booga. I would literally lose my shit. I would be like Courage the Cowardly Dog or Scooby Doo or anything else that gets scared easy. Any other dog in a mystery. <laughs> Any dog that gets scared easy. That's me. Okay. Yeah, no, I think I'd want to go camping here. You can take Alyssa. Alyssa's not she fucking coming. She looks like she really wants to go. <laughs> no, Alyssa definitely does not want to come. You know what? Trick. Oh, you don't even have to trick. Have your new headless horseman fling. Be like, hey, I know how much you love campsites. I found this one. There's some guys there that you you know might be friends with. And then... He will chill with the ghosts, and you can make new human friends. And you can nice have like a ghost human couple. So what friends. you're just see so what you're just telling me is, man, my headless horseman boyfriend just doesn't have any friends. 
So I'm going to take him <laughs> to this campsite, this other campsite, and be like, look at all these friends I found you, and then ditch him and have human friends. You're not going to ditch him. You guys are going to be a couple, and you're going to like be the first um couple, like human ghost couple that like has friends and like they party and like we host like fancy events at the and house. then he'll be so happy that you introduced him friends because there's no other ghost at his campsite at all and yeah. he's just lonely and kyle and steven seem like they play really fun pranks on each other and it seems like it could be fun to get in on that sometimes maybe kyle hides your boyfriend's pumpkin head oh, okay <laughs> Well, he doesn't need it anyways. He just likes it. It makes people feel more comfortable, like me. I get it. I get it. So I think that will do it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to us anywhere where you listen to podcasts, because you're already listening to us where you listen to podcasts. And you can find us at social media. (laughs) You can find us on Twitter at the MFCast. On Instagram at Marble Forest Podcast, and you can email us your stories. Wouldn't that be super fun? At marbleforestpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can also find us on Facebook.com slash Marble Forest Podcast. That's official. I looked it up. Oh, look at you go. There is a podcast at the end of it. All right, Marble Forest Podcast. Podcast. Just like our Instagram name. Yeah, that's probably why. Probably why. We probably did that for a reason. Yep. We also like to give a special thanks to everyone who sits in our episodes, anyone who listens to us, and us ourselves because we're conceited. And we'd like to give an extra, extra special thanks to Jenna, who did our logo. And you can find her on Instagram and Etsy at Agenda. And you can find all of those links on our Facebook page or anywhere else or our you, Podbean page. Or Podbean page, if you do that. It's like our sort of website. Yeah, it is our sort of website. Cute. Cute. It's fun. And that's it. That's it. And don't tempt fate. By taking one step to hell. And then walking back for 12 hours. And then saying hi to your cow. The end. Because I have to leave the livestock in. <laughs> I love cows. Okay. The end. Done. Goodbye. Goodbye.